Hey everyone, welcome to episode 92 of You Heard It Here Second. New episodes are released every week on DerekAndSteve.com and on iTunes as well. So just search for Derek and Steve or You Heard It Here Second and make sure to subscribe today. So I went up to his table and, you know, put my hand out and said, Hey, Tim, great to see you. He acted like he knew me because he's a rat. <laughs> and, uh, Derek and Steve present... What's the minimum amount of money what? you would have to make to fix fix a high school game? <laughs> um, huh. not that much. <laughs> His final NBA season was 2013-14. I partied really hard that year, but I was... <laughs> wow. Sports. Some legitimate wows. Wows. Um, like jaw-dropping wows. Ju- like actual jaw-dropping wows. <laughs> you heard it here second. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode number 92 of You Heard It Here Second. I am Derek, alongside Steve. Steve, how's it going? It's going well, Derek. Happy episode 92. Happy 92. Yeah. yeah. Um, we're getting close. I know we're we say it every time, but we're getting close. <laughs> we would say it, I think, every episode since like 75, maybe. But now maybe. I'm getting but nervous. You all, yeah, because like we still haven't done anything. And at like, all. At all, and we need to do something for episode 100. We should do something. Um, I will say, I think that the compilation... Is gonna be hard. <laughs> it was. It took a long time to make our compilation last time, and it was like a twenty-plus minute compilation. I don't think that should be the play. But I we think, should sit yeah. down and brainstorm. Yeah. Let's so, let's not talk about that now. Yeah, we won't do it now. But if you guys have ideas, let us know. We want to do something for episode one hundred, and we got to figure out what. So, <laughs> yeah. and it doesn't involve something that doesn't involve going through and taking every sound clip of of all the best episodes. things we've said through a hundred episodes because that is. Just not feasible. Unless you want to do it for us, then we'd be more than happy. We tried so, to crowdsource before. It didn't work too it well. It didn't work great. So uh, we got a good show for you today. We got, I think, uh, four quarters, even though one of them might be short. Uh, and we have, or two of them might be short. And we have an opening drive. So let's kick it off with our opening drive first. Mm-hmm. Some, uh, I don't want to call this news, a story that, that, that <laughs> transpired recently. Uh, Kim Kardashian and Kanye West have had another baby daughter, and they have named her Chicago. Okay. So her name is Chicago West. Yes. How do you feel about that? So I liked the name Northwest. Yeah. They named their first daughter North. And I think that was a good use of Kanye West's last name. Yeah, it's like Northwest, you know? This is more in line of what I expected them to name their first child. Yeah. Because it's more Kanye West to name your daughter or son Chicago. Right. So we thought it would be funny to open up the show this week with a few names we thought might be better than Chicago West. Yes. So, Derek, do you have a name that you well, would have see. rather named Chicago? Just going off the top of my head, like um, Massachusetts West. Massachusetts maybe? West. That's Could've a state, good. though. Yeah. Well, true. Does that matter? True. I don't think it matters. I don't think it matters. Um, no, but uh, I think you had one that we, that I really liked. Um, what was mine? I think Tampa Bay West. Tampa Bay West. Would be very good. Bradenton West or Sarasota <laughs> um, West? In all seriousness, Key West Key West would, would be great. an actual, like, that's what I would, not joking, say if you want to go with this whole geography thing and, like, mm-hmm. picking places. Like, Key West, it's, like, nice. Key is, like, not the worst girl name in the world. Like, San Francisco West. It, like, like, girls could be named, like, Kiki or something. Yeah. Or, like, Key she would, could be Key, short for something. Key, Key would have been, been nice. good. Um, um, that's the only town I can think that has West in it or a little... Right, yeah. that actually has West in it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I don't have a a real solid other pr- uh, proposal for that, but so mm. Dallas West, Dallas West, Houston West, Houston West, uh, Nashville West, um, Philly West, Philly West, Philly West, maybe O Town. 
Yeah, there's know. plenty of other names. Yeah, Chicago, there's other cities. There are more cities in America. Chicago, but. we don't love. Although you can call her Shy. Shy. Hopefully, she is called Shy. Or Chi. Yeah, I think Shy. I, I want her to be. I want her friends but to call her Shy. Not Shy. Not Shy. Or, sh- or Shig. Don't or call her Shig. Shig. Do not call her Shig <laughs> or Cago. <laughs> it's better as a boy um, name. Yeah. Cago. Like, if, if my nickname was Cago, I'd be like, all right, it's kind of not that bad. Yikes. Yeah. Okay, if your name was Cago. It's, it's not great, but it would be. <laughs> Chicago and Steve. Yeah. <laughs> com. Yeah. I don't think I can get yeah. down with Maybe that. Maybe she'll just be Chick. Maybe she'll be, be Chick. Chick. Chick West. I don't know. I'm out on that. I I, I, I feel bad for her. Her name anyway, shouldn't be Chicago. It shouldn't so. be Chicago. There's plenty of better cities to yeah. name her. So, um, well, I agree. So, anything else for the opening drive? <laughs> That's it, Derek. Nothing else. Sorry about that. I don't care. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to uh, the first period or the first quarter, which is RBC update. Got another dude. Hey! better than this guys being dudes dudes to the right dudes to the left stuck in the middle with you got another dude heisman trophy bronco nagurski award ultimate dudes got another dude o-line you bunch of dudes so thanks again to Steve Adazio for his dude collection there for us. And so uh, Boston College update, not a whole lot uh, going on different than what we've been saying. I also, um, ju- sorry to interrupt. Yep. I do want to say that I just Googled funniest city names in America, which we should have done before naming <laughs> Chicago a new name. Yeah. But there's a place called Boogertown, North Carolina. Oh, my goodness. So <laughs> Boogertown, Boogertown West. West. Her nickname could have been Boogie. Or Boog. Or Boog. Or Booger. Or, or Boogertown. Or, or BT. <laughs> So some good options there. Really, really a missed opportunity for Kanye and Kim. But um, so the BC update, uh, we'll start it off with a new topic, uh, which will be very short, but a quick announcement. Um, the bean pot is coming back pretty soon. It's mm-hmm. in a couple of weeks. It's always the first two Mondays in February. So February 5th is uh, Monday of the first round of the bean pot. And Harvard is the defending champions. Yes. Um, which was a new, a new thing for them last year. Yeah. I don't think um... – Harvard had won in like 10, a long time. 20 years, something like yeah, that. Yeah, I don't remember the numbers. but um, it, It's it's typically BCBU dominating. dominating going. Northeastern has sprinkled in some competitiveness lately, but for the most part, historically, it's been very largely dominated by BC and BU. Um, so it is interesting because BC is not that dominant this year. Right. Uh, I mean, what is – I mean, we're ranked number 16. They usually keep top 15 for hockey. Mm-hmm. Um, we're 11-9-3, which is still a winning record, and, and we still have a very good team. We're very well coached. So I think we have a shot at the bean pot, but it is weird coming in to a bean pot as not a not the defending champs, but b not having a spectacular season. Yeah, maybe not even being the favorite. Yeah. You know? So I don't remember the last time that we were not the favorite for a bean pot, but I think it will make for a better atmosphere. I mean, the the garden always is a good atmosphere for the bean pot. Yeah. But, um, it's going to be an interesting bean pot matchup. Although the bean pot doesn't really mean anything. Do you know? The, yeah, it's true. Do you it's, know the matchup in the first round? I haven't looked. Is I it? have not looked either. Okay. But um. um no, I mean the bean pot's always a lot of fun, but in the long run, like, what does it even mean? Like, who yeah. really cares? Outside yeah. of New England, it's true. It's true. So, um, the bean pots, you know, it, it is a big thing around here. I'm trying to see if I can find who they're playing in that bean pot game. Uh, Northeastern in round one, okay. BC is playing. So, um, so it'll be BC Northeastern and Harvard versus BU. Uh, the bean, it's a good tournament. It's a good vibe there. Um, it's in, it's kind of great as going as in the first round or even in the championship when you're going to see your team because 
basically the half the garden's empty by the time your game happens. Yeah. You can kind of go sit in the best seats you want in the upper level, um, but you don't really lose the atmosphere because the student sections are full. So it's They're, not like, it's not like the audience is scattered. It is crazy how well the students pack in those yeah. seats. Yeah. Because BC's not close to the garden. Right. BC's probably an hour plus train yeah. ride. And for that matter, BU's close to that. I mean, not not as far, but like they're still they still have yeah, to get on the train. And same with Harvard. I mean, Harvard's probably the closest. Yeah. Harvard's and Northeastern's relatively close, yeah. but like. Still, none of those schools are walking distance from the garden, right, so right. everyone has to make an attempt to get there, and it's yeah. almost like a home game for these hockey teams, yeah, and even more so because they can fill more seats. It's a much bigger stadium, right? Um, and it's always so fun. The two schools literally sit across from each other in the top dome and just yell chants <laughs> yeah. at each other, and they're so loud because it's echoing back and forth. Yeah, so it's great. It's a very good atmosphere. So if you've never been to the Bean Pot and you're in Boston February fifth, you should definitely go, and we'll try to go with you. But um, it's a it's a a lot of fun for sure so uh so that's the bc update for hockey uh not really much of an update for basketball other than that the basketball team lost to louisville the other day um so you know missing a few chances to knock off you know good teams in the acc but nothing probably to panic at yet i think bc still can make noise as far as being a bubble team for the tournament as we that was our goal from the start of the year you know you can't change that just because they looked good at times it would just be so bad to have a winning record and have beaten the number one team in the country and yeah. not make the NCAA tournament. I know it. It is an unfortunate reality being in the ACC in basketball. Like you know, you you gotta you gotta be in the top half of that group to be able to make it probably the tournament because of how many good teams there are. So it's not out of the it's not out of the question yet. BC's been competitive in most of their games. They lost this one. I think it was single digits, but they it didn't. From what I saw on Stat Tracker, they weren't super close most of the game. Mm. Um, so they definitely have to bounce back. And I think. You get the feeling they're going to need another marquee win against like a top ten team before this thing runs out. I don't know if and, that's and, and, got that in the tank. Yeah, so so we'll see if they can do it. If they don't, I feel like they might be one of those teams that just misses out. Um, but either way, a good a good future ahead of them. So, uh, anything else you want to break down on BC Sports? That's it for the BC update. Alrighty, so that brings us into the second quarter, which is our special guest quarter. So I don't have an intro. We don't have an intro song for special that's guest quarters, new. but um, so this is a little bit unique. So this is the way we're going to do this. This is sort of. A know your tens rolled into something a little bit different than that, okay? Okay. So our special guest who you're going to hear in this interview uh, is Nora, one of my coworkers, and Nora has a desire to be famous as sure. a, as a backdrop. Sort. Who doesn't? So this is like you know kind of using us to try to get a platform to get some views and it, listens. Let, let me just say, if any other listeners out there want to use us to be famous, please do. P- yes. We are a platform. <laughs> just jump on board. We're, we're a springboard. Ride for us as long as you need it, and then. <laughs> Then jump away and be famous. Exactly. We're happy to do that for you. More than willing. So, uh, so Nora wants to take her chance at fame. And so, uh, in this, so basically, to give you guys the breakdown, this interview was recorded earlier, okay, today. And I have repurposed the interview by doing some editing to make this into a game for Steve. Okay. I love it. So, Nora, as you're going to hear in the beginning of this interview, there's a little bit of an interview at the beginning to give you a little debriefing on who Nora is and what she's like so that you can use that as you're trying to figure okay. out her answers Frame and, of reference. And, and, and guess what she's trying to answer. So um, she's going to explain what she likes, what she doesn't like about living in America. She's French, so okay. she, lives in, she lives in America now in Boston. And she's going to explain some things she likes and doesn't like, and then we're going to ask her questions about American sports. Cool. Now, each question... I have put in a sound effect to block the main part of the question. And what Steve is going to do is listen to Nora's answer, which will also have blocked out the main parts, anything that would be a, her saying the word. Sure. And Steve is going to try to guess from her answer what I asked her, essentially. 
All right. Okay. Do sound, I sound have good? a time limit? Like no time limit. Okay. I think this will be. I don't think we'll need a time limit. I think that you can. Just you'll go, know or you won't. Just I think. Go so, for it. Um, so here we go. This, right, I'm going to play the interview and I will pause it as we go to um, set up the questions. And, will you and let me know you. when I need to participate? I will. Okay. I will. That's I, I all will. I need. So, so this is one of those things where you're going to hear the interview and it's obviously my voice there as well. But I think the listeners will be able to tell when I pause it and start talking here. So. Okay. Good luck. All right. Here we go. Let's let, let's let it roll with a little bit of a get to know Nora Wish and then luck. the 10 questions. Good luck, Steve. Thank you. All right, and now we welcome our special guest, Nora, onto the podcast. For your first time on You Heard It Here Second, Nora, how are you doing? I'm fine, thank you. You're good. Hello. So are you, are you excited? How are you, nervous, excited? I'm super excited. Super excited, okay. I'm joking. You're joking, you're, so you're not excited. I'm nervous. You're nervous, okay. Well, that's okay. You know, Some people are nervous, it's fine. So uh, tell the audience a little about yourself. You are a French girl living in Boston. You complain about stuff in Boston a lot of times, being French, so... Give us the give us the lowdown. What is it like being French here in Boston? I'm suffering. Like I'm suffering every day. You're like suffering every day. Yes, suffering. I would love for you to explain. Okay, yes. Why I'm suffering? Okay, like here is a country called American. Like you know, America. 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 Yeah. Oh, yeah. Actually, no, we can't say America because Canadian doesn't like that we say America because okay. America is not just America. So it's USA. Right, USA. Okay, we'll go with USA from here okay, on out. So, okay. Um, so, <laughs> why am I suffering? I'm suffering because the food is bad, people are fat, um, <laughs> and um, nobody is honest. Like, everybody says some bullshit stuff and nobody wants to say. So, people don't say what they think, you're yeah, saying? Okay, don't. yeah, yeah. So I no, think you translate no, Yeah, yeah. So, nobody is honest. Um, that's a good way to describe it, I think. I think yeah, America. Yeah, yeah. So, what are some of the things you think are, like, stupid about America? Now, like, without, without being, like, too mean to any particular people. Pizza? Did you say pizza? Yeah, pizza is stupid. Pizza is stupid. Okay, what, what American else? American pizza. America, right, right. Okay, American, American pizza. pizza. What, what else do you think is stupid? Okay, what I think is stupid, uh, a lot of things. The Orange Man is stupid. I. Can we say that? We can say that. A lot we of people agree that? with that. Yep. Okay, okay. Yep. Uh, I don't have to explain who is the Orange Man. I don't right? think you have to explain that. I think okay. we got you that. You sure? Yep. Well, so I can explain. No, I mean, if you want to explain, you can. I mean, he's a fat guy. Okay. He's orange. What else about him? Anything? He has a, the ability to press some button. Yep. Because six billion of people think this guy has ability to push some button. So, is the president. Right. And that's why you don't like him. Okay, great. So, uh, moving on. Um, so, we've gathered a few things that you think are stupid about America. And you, we, the listeners might be wondering why we asked you that. Well, we're going to do a quiz about something that I think you also think is stupid. That's what will make this entertaining. And that is American we sports. Have to be entertaining. We have to be entertaining. It's and so it is a podcast. You're right. And so can you first confirm, do you think American sports are stupid? A bit. A, a bit. Okay. Sports in general are, are bad. That's why. Right. Just most of the time. Right. 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 Follow. Yeah, exactly. Right. right. Stupid. Exactly. Because it's stupid. So we're going to play the intro song for our 10 out of 10 segment. And then we'll get into a uh, set of 10 trivia questions for Nora on American sports. Nora, question number one. I want you to explain to me the sport of Oh, this one? Okay. So first of all, you have to have something icy. Like something icy. Well, I don't know the name. Right. In like, okay. Like these things that people slide on. Yep. But they come and they wear like big, big, big outfit, like big gear. Like they're going to the war. But they're not going to the war. 
They are trying to chase little things. Black? I don't know why they make it little, but anyway, they end up fighting and then one guy smashed the glass and everybody clapped. All right, Steve. There's <laughs> wow. there's question number one. That's a well. <laughs> first, let me say you did a great job managing um, the entertainment value there. You you just roll with the punches. Yep. yep. Um, so that first question for me seems to be obviously, and and I think she has this sport down. Uh, hockey. Hockey. American is it, hockey. Is it hockey? That is correct. So Steve is one for one. Uh, guessing Nora's answer, or guessing the questions that Nora was answering. That's so, an easy one. That's an easy one. Now, these get a little harder, but the sports ones, the the generic one, the ones in the beginning are generic, so they might stay a little bit easy. And I will also give full disclosure here, is that for some of these answers, I told Nora she was right, but she was not right. So just gonna, <laughs> for entertainment value, I just need to disclose that right now. I apologize for doing that. Okay. So here we go. This is okay. That's a great description. That's it. So perfect description of ice hockey. So uh, nailed that one. Moving on to number two. Explain to me the sport of... Okay. First of all, it's really important to keep American before saying because is not that shit. It's a real, real thing that everybody knows in the world. So American... Oh, I know what it is. It's kind of the same thing. So you have like big, big, big people and they wear helmet and shit. And then they put like a very skinny one, like you have look like a chicken. And the chicken, he, he kind of get the ball and he just run. And then everybody clap. Everyone claps. That's an important part of it. <laughs> all right. <laughs> That's all I get. All right. So I, I, you're going to ask me. But by the way, I'm hoping I'm pausing at the right times. But if I, there's a chance I could leave, leave off some stuff and we'll just hear it afterwards. Fine. But, so but what my guess. sport is Nora describing in so question number I'm going to guess because the beginning portion not because the second portion the, <laughs> the skinny chicken man and everybody clapping could be any sport um i think she was mentioning how people get upset if you call american football so if you call soccer football because of american right football i may be this may be so, well, i mean so it's clear what your two choices are here for the sport it's either right? football or soccer right. but i don't know which one <laughs> in america has I, i'm gonna guess football i'm gonna guess american football football is, is this is answer. what I asked her. Yes. Right. All right. Can we see American football? That is correct. American football is what I asked her to describe. She was very adamant about uh, clarifying that it is only American football that she's talking about because it is not real football. Understood. So. Thanks. <laughs> so here's question number three. All right. So there it is. There's uh, your description of number two, American football. Number three. Okay. Uh -huh. Explain to me the sport of. It's not a sport. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, the activity, then. the activity. <laughs> So, I think it's good when you get retired, because it doesn't involve too much cardio. So, basically, you go there, and, like, there is also, like, a big guy, like, with a gear. I don't know, like, they have, like, gears here. And, um, and then, like, someone throw a ball. Most of the time, he, like, he throw it badly, so the guy doesn't, like, doesn't hit that. <laughs> And then one, he hit it, like everybody start like clapping and they, they kind of start do some lap and then like it's do over. Someone. And sometimes when they break, you have ketchup and tomato, ketchup and mayo, they have a race. Oh, yep, yep, the race. The big moment. That's, yeah, that's the calling card of the sport that's, for sure. That's yeah. why I will go. Yeah, that's the, re yeah, that's the reason most people go, I think. So. I think so. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so the sport that she is talking about, and I... I kind of agree with her 
It says most of the time you're trying to throw it and make them not hit it, and when they hit it, you take a lap. Yep. Uh, but the best part about the sport is also when the ketchup and the mustard race each other. <laughs> and I'm going to say she's talking about American baseball. American baseball. Can we see American baseball? That is correct. So Steve is three for three. Um, I feel like that at the beginning of that answer, it was a little bit tough until you got to throwing it. It and was. Trying to make someone not hit it. So. Yes. Because they, they wear gear, but it's not like the gear, gear. Yeah. Right. And there's only one guy who wears the gear, really. Exactly. The catcher. So here we go. Question number four. All right. Question number four. You're doing great through three. Explain to me the sport of... So if you have sexual uh, disease, you can do this sport like Tiger Tiger Woods, right? Yep. So you can do for people who have like some issues. So you have to go like on like a grass, okay? And you have to have a cart. Oh, yep. yep it's really important yep. to have cart because if you don't have cart, you can't reach this zone. I'm sorry. This zone is fine. Yep. No, it's okay. We can bleep out some words, so it's fine. Okay. Yep. So... Um, and then uh, you have a small ball and someone is just swinging. Like, like kind of salsa movement. Tuck, tuck, and then like... What was that sound they make? Like tuck, tuck. Yeah. Not really tuck, tuck. Okay. Right, right, right. It's more like smooth. Yeah. But the thing is, nobody actually likes But when you reach, I think you have to pay So you go in the rich club and everybody <laughs> thinks you're rich. And that's... That's the thing. All right. That's yeah, the yeah. Thing. That makes a lot of sense. I think that's, that's a good a good description. Yeah, it's a good description. And then you can hard like. Yeah, exactly. All right. What sport? Uh, this is a very <laughs> obvious one. Um, I think she's talking about the sport, which I think she did call a sport, even though this is she also did. kind of an activity <laughs> yeah. of golf. Golf. Can we see golf? That is correct. All right. It is golf. And the Tiger Woods may have given that, that one away a little bit. Away. So you're four for four. Like I said, the first five questions here. These games are easy. Are, are easy. The first five are easy, but they're going to get harder, I promise. Okay. So this is the fifth question now. This is the last question where I just asked her what a generic sport is. Okay. And then the questions get harder. So which means that the questions are harder for you to guess. So here we go. But here's number five. I think this one's still pretty easy, and then we'll get harder. All right. Number five. This is the last sport I'm going to ask you about, okay? And then we'll get into some better questions <gasps> than just the sports. Don't tell me. We'll be, what is last it, what sport. Is it's tough, tough. It's yeah. This is a tough one. It is a tough one, because he's not that stupid, okay? Because we play it too, and we were not that bad, by the way. Tony Parker yep. is French. Oh, hey, I know. Good point. Noah good point. French, okay. So anyway, you don't say Noah. How you call him? N- Who? N O A A. Oh, Noah. Joachim Noah. Yeah. Yeah. His dad is very famous. Yeah. Tennis player. Yeah. Is he French? Yeah, French. French, nice. He's French. Everybody's good. Yeah. He's French. Everyone's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, have, you have orange men. Right, right. So. Uh, um, so. So. Those, you have to be tall, kind of. Yeah, by the way, that's the word being said. So that's okay, why. I was yeah, like, the yeah. buzzers are kind of like. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was, it was tough to make sure we didn't have the word said. Here we go, continuing that. Because they put the thing a little bit high. And you have a ball, and like, uh, and like people do like. Like that, you know? Yep. Like with the shoes. <laughs> totally, and the, yeah. Because, the, oh, oh, no, no, no. It's really important. The, the, the floor has to be very clean. Mm. Like, <laughs> very, very clean. And then you can, like, you know, like, I don't know how to Yeah, yeah, yeah. The sound, I think, the makes a lot of sense. The sound the says it all, really. Yeah. And then, like, they, they just look at themselves. And someone pass, pass, pass. <laughs> and then, like, people clap. And then they clap. It, it seems like a lot of these end with clapping. Is yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. That's the main part of American sports, right? I think clapping. Oh, right. people eat hot dog and they clap. Good point. Good point. <laughs> eating hot. You can't forget about eating hot dogs. No. Okay. All right. 
What sport is Nora describing? Question number five. Uh, well, it's pretty obvious when she starts describing the noise. The noise, yeah. Because that's obvious. Noise is a dead giveaway. I mean, that's basketball. That's American basketball. Correct. American basketball is the answer. All right. Steve, you're through the easy ones. Good. Get me through the easy ones. Now we're going to turn ready. up the heat a little bit. Okay. Here's question number six. All right, Nora, we're through five questions. We're halfway through. The rest of the questions now are, are harder, I think, because these are questions that you might not know the answers to. Oh, really? But you have to try. Okay? You have to explain as best as you can what the answer is. All right? Okay. You with me? Okay. All right. Question number six. We're still on basketball now in this one. Oh, really? What does a basketball player have to do to get... Oh, yeah. Oh, I know, I know, I know, I know. I know. Oh, <laughs> All right. No, no, All right. No. So there is like a line, like a white line, and he has to shot outside the line. Outside the line? Yeah. All right. What is that an explanation? This is a three-pointer. <laughs> what does a basketball player have to do to get a three-pointer? Is that correct? That is correct. Oh, my gosh. I'm so a That is number fire. six. He's six for six. Um, that was the first one that got a little tar- more challenging, but I... I'm now going to stake my claim. One of the next two, you're going down on your perfect record here. So here we go. Here's question number seven. That's right. That's right. Good job. All right. Number six, you got it. Number seven. All right. right Now we're going back to ice. By the way, yes, I I said I told you she's right every time. So I apologize for that ahead of time. All right. Number seven. (laughs) What does it mean in ice hockey to get a penalty for? They they smudge their cheeks on the glass. Say that again. Like when they, they smudge on the glass, their face. You said when they smash their cheeks on the glass? Yeah. That's a good guess, but it's incorrect. <laughs> um, I mean, it's like when they do nasty stuff and they push themselves. When they do nasty stuff? Oh. Also incorrect. Oh, really? <laughs> so I All right, to, you don't have a lot to... <laughs> I have to guess what... You don't have a lot to work with I have to here. guess what the, the penalty what is the penalty with is. an incorrect answer. With an incorrect... With, with the way that Nora describes the answer. <laughs> what she... Th- what she, she heard what I asked her, and that's okay. what she said. <laughs> okay, so I have to make that connection. Um, huh. Well, the only thing in hockey that would that I can imagine you asking her and expecting her to know is icing. So I'm going to say icing. All right. Answer. Icing oh. <laughs> is incorrect, and you can blame Nora for this one. The answer is hooking. Oh, geez. And here, here's the follow-up to the rest of that question, which I found – in fairness, that I had a tough time actually describing what hooking was yeah, without saying hard. hooking. Yeah. That uh, it was designed to be challenging. The answer is when they um, grab someone with their stick. Basically, they use their st- they use their stick to like to kind of um, jab it into someone, sort of. What is jab it? They, they basically <laughs> they use their stick to like hit someone with it. Essentially, that's oh, a slash. They, nasty <laughs> stuff. I was right. I get the point. I said nasty stuff. I agree. Point for nasty stuff. All I right. said nasty stuff. So you're seven for seven now with these answers. Okay. Let's go to number eight. What is a in baseball? Okay. I know. I know. I know. I know. I guess. I think I know. Okay. You have to be pretty tall. Oh, sometimes some people are small, but they can do it. I think it's like when you jump and you... <laughs> Catch the, the, the shit, the net. Is this the net? Is it what you call the net? <laughs> when, what? When you jump and you catch the net. It's not the net? It's not the net. How you You're close. The, 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 the thing. It's not the, the... How you call that? Uh, The basket? Uh, oh, this the basket. You got, it. you got it. You got it. What do you call that basketball? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right. We got a lot to unpack here. Sure. Okay. I think so. I first know... of all, you got nothing to work with no, for the baseball I think, question. <laughs> I think I know what she thinks it is. So th- okay, you know what? This is well, this will be for a point if you know because I think you're right, and I think 
I did confirm afterwards what she thought it was that I was asking her. So let's you can guess that first. So I think What did she think I was asking? Either catching a home run or hitting a home run. I'm gonna give you the wrong buzzer there. Oh. So there was a big disconnect on this question. Okay. So she just described to you a slam dunk. Oh yeah. <laughs> well yeah, but we're, we're playing a different. Uh, it, correct. Yeah. Um, the question was, what is a grand slam oh, in baseball? So it. there was a little bit of a connection. So yeah, the yeah. word slam, she thought it was slam dunk, and also embedded in that answer was the fact that she, at this point in the interview, discovered why basketball is called basketball. Ah. Uh, because there's a basket. Gotcha. <laughs> so, so there, that's why she. So. So not fault of Steve on that, but incorrect. (laughs) This game's rigged. (laughs) So here we go. Question number nine. So perfect, perfect answer on the grand slam. It's when you jump and catch the basket. Very good job. (laughs) Number nine, back to American football. Why would an American football player get a penalty for? Like the guy is trying to roll on the grass. No, trying to roll on the grass. You're close. And the, the cr- oh, okay, 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 I get it, I get it. It's like rugby. Oh, yeah, by the way, rugby is a real sport. Rugby is a real sport, yeah. right? They don't <laughs> wear gear to protect themselves. They are real. Air quote, air quotes for anybody listening and can't see that. Go ahead, continue. <laughs> okay, so the guy has the ball, and like instead of being a real man and standing up, he's just like crying on, like he's just like putting his body on the on the grass and trying to keep the ball. Great. Like <laughs> you nailed it. <laughs> All right. Now, I will say, um, with the wording of this penalty, you could potentially piece together why she answered it that way. Okay. So, why so would an rolls, American football he rolls player rolls around on the ground and won't give the ball? Rolls around. So, I'm going to say holding. holding. I'm going to say holding because she thinks it's not about. She thinks it's she about thinks the ball. holding the ball. Yeah. Right. All right. Can I see holding? Oh. Incorrect. That's a great guess. Darn uh, it. I didn't even think of that. But the answer was intentional grounding. Oh. As we will play out the rest of that. Well, year. that's actually a very that's good guess by her. Yeah, though. it is. Yeah. <laughs> is Intentionally it? grounded. Yep. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect <laughs> perfect explanation of that. I love all that right. you just say oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I led her to believe she was literally Ted for Ted at this interview. <laughs> yeah. So all right, here we go. Question number ten. Yeah, exactly. All right, coward. That's what you meant there, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. coward, yeah. not co-word. <laughs> Number 10, last question. You're nine for nine so far, so that you're going for a perfect round right now, all right? Really? <laughs> Number 10, yeah. what does a golfer have to do That's in easy. order to get a... He's not the guy who played in the Patriot. That is Brady. That's Tom Brady. <laughs> what does a golfer have to do to get a... So what a go- Oh, you oh. just have to put the f***ing ball on the tree. Put the ball on the tree? Yeah. Is that your final answer? For, for all the marbles, 10 for 10? No, like he looks like Okay, serious. all right, okay. so you're saying he, no. He just swing it very far away. Swing it very far away? And then, like a bird, you go in the net, you oh. go in the, the thing. Goes in it? the hole from far away? Yeah. yeah. Technically, huh? I'm going to say that's right. I'm going to say that's the right <laughs> answer. <laughs> all right, Steve. What? You know, she what? is technically right. <laughs> yeah. Usually to... To get this shot, you need to hit it in. You need to hit the ball away. in from far away. Yeah. So I'm gonna say, <laughs> what does a golfer have to do to get a birdie? To get a birdie, can I see get a birdie? That oh. is correct. Now finish on a strong I don't know, note. I don't know how well you pieced together go. the beginning of that answer, but I said, what does a golfer a golfer have to do to get a birdie? And she thought that I was talking about Tom Brady. <laughs> yes, I did. She said, that. is he not the player on the Patriots? But to her credit, she knows Tom Brady. It's true. Brady sounds it's like true. Brady. Right. I get it. That, it, was, it was good. It I'm was with good. you, Nora. All right, so here's the end of the interview, and then we'll wrap it up. 
Yeah, 10 for 10. So that's it. I did 10 for 10. You got 10 for 10. <laughs> How do you feel about that? I mean, I feel smart, but I always feel smart in US. So. That's, <laughs> that's true. Nora, any parting thoughts before we close out? That was nice. That was nice. Thank you for inviting. Of course. So you'll be famous before long because we have like at least like 60 people listen every time. So. <laughs> Thank you, guys. And uh, the French people who are listening, uh, merci beaucoup. There you go. I don't know what she just said to you all, but I hope it wasn't bad. So thank you, Nora, and we'll see you next time. Bye. All right. So there it is. Um, Steve, I think you got 7 out of 10. Did at I? Le at least, I, I think. I, I kind of lost track. I got 7 out of 10 of Nora's answers. Of, correct. Which she got 10 out of 10. So, True. So I um, did worse than she did. <laughs> correct. <laughs> yeah. Correct. So you, you actually lost to her in that battle. But Darn. Congrats, so, Nora. Thank you, Nora. You're halfway to fame now. Um, and great answers on sports. So we'll have to bring you on as a sports analyst again sometime soon. So... Uh, anything else, Steve, before we move on to quarter quarter number three? No, I just want to say Nora sounds like she's a very funny lady, and uh, I apologize that you think all Americans are, are fat and mean and dishonest, but it's kind of a weird time for us now, so <laughs> <laughs> I can see why you think that. I, I couldn't have said it better myself, Steve. So, Alrighty, now we're moving on to sports. All righty, sports time. So, uh, we will uh, jump right into it. It's NFL. It's NFL playoffs, NFL obviously. Playoffs, baby. Uh, Super Bowl is coming up now in two weeks. The matchup is set. It's going to be the Patriots and the Eagles. Um, so we can start with the – I mean, we're not going to talk much about the Eagles game because no. it just wasn't Let's a competitive game. Let's just not game. talk about Let's it. not talk about it. The Eagles crushed the Vikings. Let's, all we need to like say 38 is that, to 7. that there's a lot of news floating around about how bad Eagles fans have been. Yeah. And it, I don't know whether it's like a – one doesn't represent all, or if like people are looking for reasons for Eagles yeah. fans to be like this because they have that reputation. But there's been some bad stories about Eagles fans coming out, and it's not a good look. Yeah, it's not at all, and it's kind of weird to me. Like so, like I don't know. Maybe this is maybe this is not really how it works in reality. But to me, right, the Eagles, uh, the Eagles were irrationally. Not irrational. They, they, they were rationally confident all year long when, with Carson Wentz. It was like, this is our year. Like, Car this guy's nasty. Like, yes. we're going all the way. Then he gets hurt, right? Doesn't that subdue some of your energy? Not I, I if mean, you're to, from Philly. Well, like, so, so to, like, I guess in my mind, I'm like, I would be certainly very much jacked up that we're going to the Super Bowl. But it's sort of like, I, I would have to have this cautious optimism about it when you're when you're back up QB out there. Using like, the term cautious and anything Philadelphia related is an oxymoron. It's true. It's not going to happen. It's true. Um, it, it, uh, so I know a few people who are Eagles fans, and they're normal human beings outside of football. Really? When it comes to their football, yeah, they're crazy people. It's almost like an American soccer team. Yeah. Like lighting things on fire and, and <laughs> hitting people with full beer cans and oh, climbing street poles. It's, it's just, crazy. It's crazy. So congrats to Philly. They've never won a Super Bowl, which is a surprising <laughs> yeah, year, right? Yeah, it is. It is. They act like they've won 100. They do. <laughs> yeah. So, so, And this is like – and I don't want this to be like a bash Philly fans segment. No, like no, it, no. It's just quick. But I will say, though, like I know a couple of Philly fans too, like not just Philly football, uh, like in other Philly sports as well. Like, again, the Sixers I think are a nice fun team. But Philly fans, the way they view the Sixers, the Sixers went from trust the process to like we're going to win the championship now. Yeah. Like, like they they didn't have that middle ground at all. It's like a year ago. It's like we this is awesome. We lose every game. Like we're going to get a, a great draft pick. To now, like they want to be called like the like one of the best teams in the league. So it's like it's it's an interesting dynamic for the Philly fans, hey, and it's a similar with the Eagles. I think this is well when you get to the Super Bowl, you get to 
Yeah, they're there. You certainly, need to be like, certainly, you so. can be very excited, very confident. And by the way, that's not me saying I don't think the Eagles have a chance. Like, I think the Eagles are a really good football team, yeah. even without Carson Wentz. Okay, it's just to me, it it feels weird rioting that much when you have the backup QB yeah. in there. It's like you should be counting your blessings. Like, I can't believe we got here. Like, without Wentz, like it's and crazy. It's a great time for them in the future. Yeah, but. and it is good. I'm glad the um, Eagles fans are happy. I'm glad the Eagles won. But it is it is very sad for the Vikings as they yeah. they felt like the. The, team of Destiny. Yeah, the Team of they Destiny, did. this like storybook team. It's going to be – they had this unbelievable win against the Saints. It's going to be played in their home stadium against yeah. the defending champs, yeah. like it's, the evil empire. And it's storybook. It, it really is. And then they get crushed by the Eagles. So yeah. it, it I, I think it's going to be less interesting as a Super Bowl, but um, that's for another week. The so Eagles we, do have a, have that underdog story that isn't quite as, as storybook as the Vikings, but they were the only number one seed to be underdog. Through the whole playoffs, yeah. they were underdog in every game. So, um, so that is uh, a little bit of history for them. But so anyway, it's the Eagles that advance from the NFC. They'll be going to Minnesota on the AFC side. A much better football game, entertainment wise. Yeah. Um, the Patriots squeezed by the Jaguars, twenty four to twenty uh, at Gillette Stadium. I was at the game. Mm-hmm. Um, really good game to be at. Obviously, what was the for its ups and downs. The game? Because the Jags took a lot of air of that stadium in the first they half. They did. Like they absolutely did. And so um the the obviously the excitement was there at the beginning of the game. You know, I think some people anybody who felt and you know, a, maybe a, a small part of me thought this was a possibility, but anyone who felt that the fact that the Jaguars were the opponent that the energy would be somehow lower than like in past years when it's the Steelers or a team that or the Ravens or a team that's more typically your rival. Mm-hmm. Anyone who thought that, I think it didn't turn out to be that way. Like the energy was still very high, partly because there were a ton of Jags fans here. Cool. Like like and when I say a ton, obviously it's not like by any means like an overwhelming force in the stadium, but you looked around and there was a lot of Jaguars jerseys. So they traveled really well. Um, for the most part, Jags fans were very respectful. We did have one in front of us that was a pretty big loser. But, um, <laughs> there's, but there's some in there. There's some. But, but I, I thought Jags fans represented themselves very well at Gillette when I was there. Um, the way the Jags played in the first half absolutely took the air out of that stadium. Cool. And so, I mean, it was 14-3 to getting towards halftime. The Patriots ended up scoring a touchdown on a late drive to right before the half which to make it fourteen ten, which was I can't understate how big that drive I can't overstate how big that drive was because honestly the place was dead and like drive after drive was fluttering out for the Patriots and it felt like if they went to the locker room with three points, there was gonna be a serious, serious problem getting over that hump in the second half. Mm-hmm. The end of the first half touchdown was huge. But even still, the Viking, uh, the so, the Jaguars came out in the second half and played about, well. Just to interrupt yeah. there, this leads into another section that mm-hmm. we'll talk about. But that final drive is that final drive of the second quarter is very controversial in terms of mm-hmm. a couple key penalties. Yeah. How do you? Well, that I just want to make a yeah. note of that oh, yeah. because that's kind of the conversation now. Mainly because it was a well played football game. Mm-hmm. Both sides played very well. There's mm-hmm. no like, there's no one controversial play. Yeah, there's no, right. there's nothing that you could have said. Oh, if this. One yeah. thing didn't happen then, right? They would have won. Yeah, for sure. So I think, um, to me, definitely, I thought that the 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 small number of penalties in this game put a magnifying glass on what was called for mm-hmm. sure. I, I mean, so I think the, uh, the the stats are all out there right now. I think the Jags got six penalties. The Pats only had one. Um, that said, I think two of the Jags penalties were not like discretion on discretion penalties. There was a delay game and there was an illegal shift, like like a couple things like that. Mm-hmm. But so basically, what it boils down to is you had. I think two big pass interference calls on the Jags, yep. 
and one helmet to helmet call on the Jags or the defenseless receiver call that knocked yeah. Gronk out of the game. That I'm totally fine with. So I think that was not controversial. I yeah. think some fans in the stadium, th- Jags fans in the stadium, thought it was because it's like you can't see yeah. it as it well. It didn't in the look the, in, in high speed and normal speed. It didn't look. It didn't like look helmet bad. to helmet. Didn't yeah, look no, bad because yeah. there was no. He didn't like leave his feet. He right. didn't like it, it wasn't malicious, but yeah. the helmet did hit. The helmet, the helmet was helmet. To, so yeah, that was. Um, I think the the controversial calls were one of them was on a Brandon Cooks route down the sideline, I believe, yeah. where I think it was Bouye. I guess he was called for running Cooks out of bounds, but there was really no, um, you know, significant contact like at the point of Cooks going up for the ball. He didn't even really get the chance to go up for the ball because he sort of ran him out of bounds. So that I thought was a little bit controversial. It certainly was a big call on that. Um, on that drive. I can't remember actually what the other controversial call was there two on that drive. There was two on that drive. I can't remember exactly what it was. Yeah. So, Uh, um, but I know, I remember that drive was, there was like, they went 60 yards or something and 45, it was penalties. Yeah. There there was, I know a a huge chunk. I think 30 plus 38, maybe were on that one. They had three first or four first downs and two of them were penalties. Yeah. Yeah. Two first downs and penalties. Um, so there was some controversy in that last drive. And like we said, that drive was a huge one to get them back in the game. Um, you know, obviously, uh, first of all, I didn't actually get to look at all like the video highlights yet because I got back and, and went to bed after the game. So yeah. I, I didn't um, look at all the highlights in video yet. From where I was just seeing in the game and seeing on the replay, I'm obviously biased because I'm a Pats fan. Mm-hmm. I didn't I honestly didn't think any calls were that egregious to me. Like, certainly, I think there were the bigger gripe would be that I think there was a couple of times that you could have flagged the Patriots. Yeah. I don't, I didn't think any flags on, on Jacksonville were, were particularly bad personally. So here's the thing. They weren't bad. They, they, the, the flags definitely leaned in the Patriots yeah, direction of course. and the, and the yeah. controversial, like yeah. whether or not you think a pass interference call is pass interference or not, that's mm-hmm. discretionary too, but yeah. th- that le- leaned towards the Pats as well. Mm-hmm. Now people are showing videos of the refs multiple times, <laughs> congratulating the Pats when they score and then when they win. Yeah. Two separate refs go up and say so, like, like one goes up and congratulates Pat. I mean, I would yeah, too. I mean, yeah. So, yeah, I don't, I don't think they should be robots and not like know I, the players. Yeah. But that's what people are bringing up in terms of the refs and this bias towards the Pats. Yeah. So, and, and I understand you can't have it both ways. The the NFL and Goodell can't be against the Pats and also for the Pats. Yeah. Like right. it's just dumb to think that way. But yeah, it's something to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it's it's a talking point, and and, and I think. Um, the so I actually that's one thing I want to see is actually a couple of those clips because I saw some screenshots I didn't see the actual clips of it happening. They are they are kind of weird. They, like, so they are the, the the screenshot of the touchdown is very weird. Um, I saw that I was like that is kind of weird. He looks like he's I laughing. I saw it live and I was like that's strange. But I mean like yeah. that's when I kind of did the whole like well refs in the NBA yeah. are friends. Well, with so each and other. the reason I bring that up and and if you saw it live you could speak better to this because I listened to I was listening to a, pod, a Patriots podcast this morning because I wanted to hear some info about the game from not being there perspective mm-hmm. and uh and the obviously it's a Patriots podcast so the guy's probably a Patriots fan I actually hadn't listened to it before but um he had said that apparently from his standpoint he said that the ref in that screenshot that everyone was la- uh, passing around on the touchdown not the end of the game but the mm-hmm. touchdown when he was laughing that he this guy says that there was a lot of bickering going on between the Patriots and the Jags DBs I guess on the previous like several plays yeah and that they had to be broken up even after the touchdown, and that basically the ref was in a part of that breaking that scrum up. Now, I didn't see if that's what happened or not. He, What this guy on the podcast said was essentially the ref was like giving them a, ha-ha, that's real funny, like give me the ball. Now, I don't I don't know if that's what happened or not because all I've seen is the screenshot. You should look at the video because it's yeah, not that. It's not that, okay. It's definitely not so, that. It's, but, it's like, yeah. but it's not like a congrats. It's more like a... The guy says something to him, and he like he laughs like I yeah. know, I know, I know. Yeah, like, yeah, right, right. He right. says something to the Pats player, saying like I get it, don't worry, I get yeah, it. Yeah, right, um, right. While smile, I mean, 
Who who cares? Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> the the Pats win. The Jags play really well. I feel yeah. bad for the Jags. I th- feel like they also had a very fun team to watch. Um, so now we have Pats, mm-hmm. Vikings, Super Bowl. Eagles. Eagles. Oh, sorry, Pats, Eagles, mm-hmm. Super Bowl. Um, we have a whole another week to talk yeah, about well, this. It's not, Pro Bowl is yeah. in between, so let's not beat it to death. But uh, what are your final thoughts about that game being there and then um, matchups moving Well, forward? my final thoughts about that game, um, to me, like it sounds dumb for me to sit here and say it's what I thought was going to happen. But I, I, I was saying for several weeks, and I argued with some of my good friends and relatives about it, that I felt the Jaguars were a much, much more dangerous matchup for the Patriots than Pittsburgh was. The, the, the I just the Patriots never lose to the Steelers, and the Steelers don't have a defensive-minded team that goes into goes in there and like shuts you down. And this Jacksonville team was exactly what I thought it was the most dangerous to the Patriots. Yeah. A good D line, a good secondary. You can get some pressure on Brady, get a couple big sacks. The Patriots had probably three or four plays where they lost eight or nine yards on a sack. So one thing I'll say is that it was obvious that the the Jacksonville defense was gassed at the end yeah, of the game. And were. I don't know why, like, it, it is because the weird. Patriots don't run like that, but and maybe it's just the cold weather, maybe it's whatnot. Yeah. But the D line was not getting any pressure, and yeah. and the DBs were getting beat, like, on short routes. And, and you would have thought, too, um, the final possession numbers were 35 25, 10 minute difference for Jacksonville, hmm. time of possession. Yeah. And that's before the fourth quarter where the Patriots had the ball for the majority of the fourth quarter. Yeah. So they were dominating time of possession. So it is. Strange to me that the defense did get that gassed, but and the again, Patriots there's adrenaline. Didn't. The it's, Patriots defense didn't. I mean, they're yeah. not they're not being it's tested as much with with the offense of the Jags. Yeah. I mean, but, but Leonard the Fournette first, can, first half drives were long. Those yeah. those Jags drives were like third and two, like every play, like basically every three downs they were third and two, and they'd throw an easy completion out to Fournette or or Allen Hearns or somebody in the flat. So you know what my my theory, my thesis is? What this stupid dumbass witch doctor. This Tom yeah. Brady, what's his name, Guerrero? Guerrero. There's something about his, I don't even know what to call it. What's his like a program his or nutrition, nutrition or I, I, whatever. Like his plan, <laughs> his, his plan for these his people, stuff. His, his snake oil that actually works, or at least yeah. maybe it's mental. But the Patriots definitely, obviously, in this game were the more well conditioned yeah. team, and I and I find that hard to believe. Coming from Florida versus New England, like the, yeah. the the Jags play and practice all summer in the Florida heat. Right. I don't know if the cold weather had something to do with it, but you'd have to think that they would be more better conditioned. But yeah. I don't know. And so I, I think there's something to the cold weather potentially because if you actually look at the Pittsburgh game, it's not totally dissimilar. Uh, now, I know the game was very not the same at all, but as far as the way Jacksonville's defense played – um, that first half against Pittsburgh, you came out here. It's like, are the Jags going to win this game thirty-five to three? Like yeah. the Jags are dominating them right now, and Pittsburgh ends up putting up forty-two points. Like, like in the end of that game, Pittsburgh was scoring touchdowns every time they got the ball, mm-hmm. and it's not to that extent in this game, but it was the last two big drives the Patriots had. They marched down the field and scored touchdowns. So, it could be something with the cold weather. I don't think that's unreasonable um, to think. It is just kind of surprising with the time of possession numbers the way they were. I was just very surprised at how dominant the defense was and then how not dominant they were yeah. without the Pats with, making that many adjustments. And the and the Pats defense getting like four consecutive stops that they yeah. needed when they couldn't stop anything that Jacksonville did in the first half. Yeah. So. And, and obviously there's more adjustments made that we don't see. Yeah. Like maybe time time on the field for mm-hmm. D linemen or mm-hmm. certain defensive or offensive shifts. But yeah. it was noticeable how different the defenses i mean maybe you suck some of the energy out of the team too once they score at the end of the half yeah. so they're, they're not as i mean the jaguars run a lot off yeah. adrenaline and swag yeah. and if you don't have that 
you can kind of fizzle. So it is true. But but one thing like so the the thing that I felt during this game, and you're right, they they do feed off that adrenaline, that that sizzle, that big play that get that keeps them going. Is that I felt like they were getting those big plays. That's the weirdest thing. Is that you give up that touchdown drive at the end of the half by the Patriots. Jags come back out. They have a decent drive, and then Lambo hits like a fifty. Four yard field yeah, goal. That like that strip on the trick. play. The strip on the trick play was the moment in the game that I was was definitely most scared. I was like, "This, you're still down two scores here." That was off of a trick play that worked beautifully. Yeah. And then he gets stripped, and it was like, "That's this might not be your night if that's happening." And so the Jags had those big plays, and you know we talked about it a little bit off air. I think um, I think that the play calling was too conservative for Jacksonville, and yeah. I think. That's always it's the hard case. to blame That's them, but it's literally like literally always the case against the pass. You have to it like always is the case. You have to ignore the scoreboard. Yeah. You do. I know it sounds kind of dumb. You should play like you're losing to the Pats at all times. I mean, look at look at the. You can go as quickly back to the Super Bowl last year. You can remember we talked about this on the podcast. How Atlanta's in a situation after that Julio Jones catch. They're in field goal range to ice the game. Yeah, and like they they get too conservative. They 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 don't go to Julio Jones again at, at any point. They end up taking a sack somewhere in there. It's like. It's just, it just you know, crapping your pants at the wrong moment, and that's what it feels like. And I don't want to use that term with Jacksonville because I don't think they crap their pants necessarily. <laughs> but I know you're gonna you put that quote in the, for the next one. But yes. Um. But but <laughs> um, but honestly, it's it's not it's not like the Atlanta game in that way. It's not like they took a big sack or had a big fumble. They didn't do that. But they just I thought didn't didn't take the chances they needed to take in Gillette Stadium on the road as the Jaguars, who no one in the world thinks will win that game. Yeah. They they like, needed they needed to. Out, out play yeah. and out like out risk the Patriots. Yeah, you have to take yeah. risks there. So, in the end, I think pretty good game that the Patriots ended up winning. But I think the Jags are not going away anytime soon. I, I've said it for the entire playoffs. I don't. I, I, I might have said it last week on the podcast. I don't know what more the Jags need to do to prove to people that they're the second best team in the AFC. They they just are. They beat Pittsburgh twice. They got to the AFC Championship game and they were six minutes away from beating the Patriots. So, yeah. um, they're a really good team and I think they're they're not going away anytime soon. So. Cool. Any other thoughts? Um, that's it. I mean, we'll talk about it next week when um, the Pro Bowl is on, and we'll, we'll see if there's anything funny about the uh, – they do the like, skills competition yeah. now, which I like. Uh, but we'll talk about the Super Bowl then. Um, I do want to make a quick note about the Australian Open. Uh, many of our listeners are not avid followers, but I can give you a quick update. Yep. Um, there's one – we're at the corner fi- quarterfinals for both men and women in the Australian Open. Uh, there's one U.S. men uh, men's tennis player left and one U.S. women U.S. Women has been there before. Madison Keys, she's young and up and coming women's tennis player. I think she'll be very good. Um, and the ma- the male, if you can believe it or not, his name, this is real. Wow, is tennis. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> his name is Tennis Sandgren. So he's gonna win. T e n n y s. Um, he's not ranked. He's he's a very like average tennis player. He's just had a, a nice run. Mm-hmm. But his name is literally tennis with a y. With a y. Wow. And I don't know if that was on purpose like <laughs> or or if it just is a major coincidence but i don't know how you cannot root for this person to win especially because he's american too yeah so um keep your eye out for tennis sandgren he's got a very uh a tough go the the australian open men's side still has the one two and three seeds in in the mix so you're gonna have to beat federer nadal and i think um dragic um so and on the women's side simona Halep, so still number one and then Caroline Wozniacki, quarterfinals. Nice. We all love Caroline. Yep. She's never won a major. Really? Did you know that? No. So um, she's in the quarterfinals against an unranked uh, Spanish player, um, Suarez Navarro, who she can probably beat and make it to the semis. So we're rooting for Madison Keys and Caroline Wozniacki on the women's and Tennis Sandgren on the men's. There we go. There we go. I'm, I'm, I'm all in on tennis. 
All in on tennis. <laughs> Me too. The guy. And, and, and the, the sport. sport. And the sport. Um, so that's your Australian Open update. Um, we'll keep it quick because we know it's not on the top of your list nowadays, but um, it's a good tournament. There you go. Australian Open. And the last quick topic, which we won't really touch on too much, but uh, Jason Kidd has been fired as the Milwaukee Bucks head coach. Uh, Giannis apparently called him to try to keep his job or Save something. His job. Save his job. Yeah. I didn't read the, the article that closely, but mm-hmm. it, and this may be misquoting it, but he either called him 15 minutes before he was fired or 15 minutes before Jason Kidd found out he was fired. So, so, and I wouldn't. The bad news is I wouldn't be surprised by either. Yeah. That a team would be telling their their best player and franchise player that they're going to fire the head coach before they fire the head coach. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I wouldn't be surprised by that. Yeah. So, uh, it's kind of like the state of the NBA right now, where players rule. Like, how long have we been talking about LeBron being a player coach? It's yeah. just like, and, and it seems like it would be possible. People talk about it like yeah. it's a possibility, yeah. which is so dumb. So I think we need to get back to. I don't know, well-coached teams. Like Popovich is the last great head coach who makes yeah. a team a team, not really he makes a team a player. Yeah. So I, I don't love the current state of the NBA, but I think this year is a little – the parity is a bit better. Yeah. I think the – I mean, there's still a heavy still dose got the Warriors, of top teams. But yeah. I would like to also say Celtics are the most suck team in the NBA. <laughs> Do you hear? I did hear. I did so hear. So this Sunday, I didn't see the, game, but I... the Orlando Magic, who had lost 14 straight. Really? It was 14 in a row? 14 in a row in oh, the wow. Garden. Fun fact, I probably went to all 14 of those games <laughs> and saw them lose all of them. Yeah. Finally break the curse. Orlando Magic not just beat the Celtics, crushed the Celtics. Yeah. The, the third quarter was like... It was bad. Third quarter was... So I had actually seen the... Uh, it, so for as bad as it felt, the Celtics actually outscored the Magic in the first second and fourth quarters that that's how bad the third quarter was yeah they absolutely destroyed them in the third quarter and was it because the defense was so good or the offense was so good? so I, I didn't see any of the game so i can't i can't um, okay so speak to that there were some guys playing who i had never seen before a wundu uh, something birch like there, there's guys on the yeah. floor who are just in there to play defense and i think it worked yeah like all they did was play d and let it looked like kyrie shoot. irving was the only player that kyrie irving scored about 40 offense. points 40 points yeah yeah um so i think they their um Game plan was to let Kyrie Irving get his and stop everyone else yeah. from scoring, uh, and it worked. And so the it Magic crushed yeah. the Celtics, the NBA N- number NBA one suck team. team, and <laughs> yeah, so the Magic are still in line for like the third pick in the draft, but they get a nice win over yeah. the Celtics. So for those of you thinking that we speak terrible English, um, there's a guy on Twitter that we follow called Is Janos NBA. So at Is Janos NBA, and he is <laughs> um, probably fake, but he. Uh, tweets all these broken English tweets about how every team is suck team in NBA and get out our city, you suck, don't waste our time. It's yeah, hilarious. It's so, so funny. <laughs> it's a very good Twitter We tweeted at him trying to get him on the podcast. He has not answered, surprisingly. So um. He responded to both of us once. <laughs> he did respond to both of us once, which <laughs> yeah. was very funny. Um, so that was, uh, it was, it was a very good time. So uh, that's it for sports, right? I think we're good that's there. That's it for sports. Let's move it on to pop culture. All righty. Quarter number four, pop culture. Cut just a couple quick little hitters for you here. So we'll start with you mm-hmm. uh, because you watched a movie that I kind of watched but didn't really watch. I so watched I'm going to let you movie. talk about it. Um, so I watched a movie called Blade Runner 2049. Mm. It's it's like a remake of the original Blade Runner with uh, Harrison – wait, not Harrison. Yeah, Harrison Ford, 
um, but played by Ryan Gosling. Yep. And he plays the same exact character he plays in Drive, if anyone has seen Drive. And all his other movies. And every other movie. Um, the good news is Ryan Gosling's not a great actor. <laughs> so the less you have to have him act, the better. And if the more you have him brood and like look like longingly away from the camera in a weird setting, the better. Yeah. And it's a lot of that. <laughs> so he's – I'm not going to explain the movie because it's very confusing. The only thing I'll say is it's strange and – it's a cinematography masterpiece. Yeah. It's it's there's some shots in there that I literally paused it and said to Derek like <laughs> you should Instagram that because <laughs> yeah. it's such a good photo. Yeah. Um, but no, overall as a movie, it's it's kind of strange, hard to follow. Um, it makes semi sense, but in, in the end, it's just not worth the investment. Um, if you're a big movie buff and enjoy like cinematography and colors and and light and angles, you'll love this movie. If you like story and acting and entertainment <laughs> you won't <laughs> um there's a lot of action it's it's a very strange movie um i'm gonna give it a 62 steve 62 nicholas avocados steve nicholas avocados so that's, that's not it. certified so blade runner 2049 um it's just kind of a strange movie <laughs> <laughs> right put that one in quotes the, like really, the new york times quotes i can't really say much more about it just kind of a strange movie i don't know anything else about it <laughs> Um, all right, so that's topic number one. Topic number two in pop culture is this new Bud Light. Not so new, but kind of new. Bud Light campaign. Dilly Dilly. Everybody's dilly heard dilly. about it. They were passing out Dilly Dilly signs at Gillette Stadium. Oh, they had like a, Well, it wasn't Gillette. It was Bud Light, but they were like outside Light, the stadium. Budweiser and Bud Light are doubling freaking down on, on this. Yeah, they and are. And I hate it. They are. Like, if they had just let it be... Yeah, and dilly dilly would be a funny thing. The thing is, some people say it, some and I'm like, I don't get it. it. Like, was, why are you saying we walk, dilly dilly? We were walking to the Magic Celtics game, Tommy and I, on uh, on Sunday, and they were selling shirts that said dilly dilly it's, on them. Yeah, and I, they, we walked by this guy, and the guy selling them was like obviously trying to get us to yeah. look at him and buy a shirt. He goes dilly dilly guys, and we just looked at him and did not. <laughs> both of us just did not respond because I will not give that the time of day. Yeah, like it would have been funny if you didn't try to sell me on it so hard. Yeah. Like I don't, I want to buy it. I don't want to be sold. If, if you put it in one commercial and then people picked it up, it's like, all right, this can be picked up. But yes. they like uh, the people that are just saying it. It's like, why? All you're doing is just like Bud Light has spent millions of dollars just to try to get you to say this, and yes. you're just gonna say it. Like, and you think like it's funny because they they've literally brainwashed you to empower think it's yourself. Funny. Don't say <laughs> yeah. it. Don't say empower it. Empower yourself. Okay, but all that said, it is a funny ad commercial. It's a funny, <laughs> it's a funny ad campaign. So, the campaign is good. Yeah. It's a very funny idea of people in medieval times yeah. drinking Bud Light. It's not because they say dilly dilly. It's, it's not because the they commercials say dilly dilly. are great otherwise. Yes, they're funny commercials. They're the it's weird because it's like it's good scenery. Mm-hmm. It's like a very short yeah. mini movie. You feel like if they're all pieced together, there's a story now. Like yeah. I know who the king is. I know who the wizard is. I know who some of like the good yeah. guys and bad yeah. guys are. So, I think this is all leading up to a very big. Super Bowl commercial. I think so too. So I think they're, uh, and th- which is the way Super Bowl commercials should go, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. If you could build up this mini campaign for a couple months before the Super Bowl, and then have like, I think they're gonna have like a huge battle scene or some something cool, <laughs> like something yeah, like Game of Thronesy. Well, it'll, it'll be Light. funny though. It, it'll, it'll be funny. It'll be some. It'll be a humorous style, whatever that scene is. I think that's a great theory. I think it's a correct theory. I think. Like you said, A, there's a bunch of different scenes that have all been the same, like, medieval time mm-hmm. type of thing. Um, there's recurring characters. There's recurring characters. You, I don't know how – I don't know if – I may not have seen all of the commercials. I don't know if you've seen all of them either. But there's one that 
lends itself greatly to your theory, the which is the yeah. Super Bowl one. No, no. Well, not, I don't know if it's to be continued. There's one that has a Super Bowl reference in it. Oh, no. There's, um, I did not. They're all in line getting 30s of Bud Light. They all get handed 30s of Bud Light, and the guy's on a throne, and there's literally a oh, line I have seen that. up to yeah. the throne, and they hand him, they hand the guy at the front of the line the third, the Bud Light 30, and he goes, oh, yeah, free tickets to the Super Bowl. And then the guy on the throne is like, get that box back for me, and they yeah. like send two guards down, and they get the box back. Yeah. And so like, right. it's a Super Bowl reference. And so um, I think that also lends itself to that idea. Well, I think you can you can bank on there so being you, something. You didn't watch the game on TV, but no, there I was didn't. another one of those commercials was okay. about like, the, the king walking back and forth, they're going to go up against this army, and he goes, I'm going to level with you. They've got more weapons, more people, more armor, more firepower. They've got everything except they also have our Bud Light. And it's like a, just like a pack, like like a stack of like 10 Bud Lights, and all the people are like, yeah, and they charge, and then it says to be continued. <laughs> so, so I think that's going to yeah, be the – that's got to be the be a big role. battle scene yeah. over Bud Light in the Super Bowl, which I'm cool with. Yeah. <laughs> like that's – that would be a very good fitting way for Bud Light to run an ad campaign. I completely agree. Although I, I, I it doesn't, I don't know idea. if it makes me want to buy Bud Light more. No, but it. it but the idea is it is attributing positive feelings yeah. to the brand. I learned that, which is yeah, and which it's, is all you need. They are great at it. Like yeah. they're amazing at it. To be honest, like it's just like you see, uh, Bud Light is all you see when you go like to a tailgate or like to like it. Bud Light is everywhere. Yeah. So I think they've done a great job of that brand brand recognition. So. That's pop culture. Anything else you want to talk that's about it. there? That's the whole show. All right. That, well, it's almost the whole show. We got well, the yeah. final drive. Of course. Well, yeah, right. So you want to go first or you want to go second? Uh, I'll go first. All right. <laughs> okay. So my – oh, you know what it's time for, Derek? What's it time for? Co- oh, Cozy okay, Book yeah, Corner. Okay. I thought you were going to say Taco Bell News. No, I, don't no. have, I don't have the sound effects. <laughs> go, go for it. Well, you just said it. So I did. No. I did. But Cozy Book Corner. Cozy Book Corner. <laughs> so um, Cozy Book Corner, another edition, just finished a book called The Dry by Jane Harper. A debut novel, just like a standard detective novel. The cool thing about this one, um, it, even though it's a debut, it feels like it was very well written. But the cool thing is, the setting is very unique. So it's set in Australia, and everyone's saying "mate" and like throwing throwing shrimp on the barbie and doing all the Australian accent. Um, and it's set like in a in a drought, like a two-year drought in a farming town. So everyone's like complaining about the heat, and there's all this like. Everyone's kind of anxious because they're they're hot all the time and they don't there's no water and they're they're wondering when their crops are gonna uh, bloom or whatever crops do and then there's a murder and everyone's like kind of panicking and it's causing more hysteria and you can kind of feel the tension because the, the the setting is so well done it's like this dry 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 I mean it's the name of the book's the dry um, and then it, that actually comes into play so in the very the final scene of the book the setting is used in a way that is so unique and cool that you're like holy cow this book couldn't have been set anywhere else for this to work wow um so i really enjoyed it i, I in terms of a a detective novel it's probably it's a, probably as high as of a detective novel i would rank it's not my mm-hmm. favorite style or my favorite genre but in terms of if i wanted to get back to my book whenever i had free time yes like i was excited to find out the answers mm-hmm. to this the ending like a lot of detective novels isn't great um, but there are two parallel storylines, so it kind of keeps you wanting two parallel mysteries, I mean. So, like, there's one in the present, one in the past, and you kind of want to know the answers to both. So there's a lot to want to know. Um, so probably won't read her second novel, but overall, Jane Harper, The Dry, I give it an 85 Steve 85. Nicholas. Yeah, 85 nice. Steve Nicholas avocados. Is that certified? You know, I'm going to certify it wow. just because I-, I think – in this genre, yeah. I, I enjoyed yeah. it, and 
I would recommend it to someone who likes these style of books. So, yes, 85% certified guac. Certified guac. All right. So my final drive on Saturday, I did something that I don't think either of us have ever done before, and I did it. (laughs) I I remember. I was walking by a movie theater on Saturday, and I have talked to the listeners before about MoviePass, which is a service that I pay for, and I have paid for it for several months now. And I haven't exactly gotten the best return on my investment for it because I don't use it. So I was walking by a movie theater by myself on Saturday in Assembly Row, and I looked at I was like, you know what? I'm doing nothing today. And Steve was doing something else when I had left, so he wasn't home at that time. And I was like, I could just go home and sit in the living room, or I could open up my MoviePass app and see what's playing. And so I saw what's playing, and within 15 minutes, there was a movie starting. And there was only one movie starting within 15 (laughs) minutes, so I didn't have any choices. But the movie was 12 Strong, which is the one with um, Liam Hemsworth in it. And it's about the... Um, the force team uh, after 9-11 that went into Afghanistan to basically stop the terrorist powers that were still very much at large across Afghanistan. Um, the So before I do a quick review of the movie, I did that. I saw a movie by <laughs> yeah. myself. Wow, it was fairly enjoyable. That is weird. It was weird. There were people sitting next to me. They probably thought I was weird, but I don't care. <laughs> yeah. I don't know them. Um, and it was free because I have movie pass. And I'm like, you know what? I have to use this. So I used it. And so the movie... Uh, I'm just going to cut to the chase. I'm going to give it 87 wow. Derek Dragon Fruits. I'm going to say it's certified Pattaya Colada. Now, this is a movie that I checked Rotten Tomatoes before going into the theater as well because I'm like, do I really want to waste my time? This movie had 55 Rotten Tomatoes. That's mm. like the critic score. Uh, I didn't see the audience score because I just did a quick Google search, so I'll have to check that later. But this is a movie that I feel like critics maybe don't like, but I thought this movie was awesome. Like, cool. this, like the characters are great. Chris Hem- uh, Liam Hemsworth is great in it. And... The story is true is actually legit inspiring because it's it's it was a classified mission that nobody was able to give any fanfare or recognition to when they got back but it was a crew of 12 men who go to Afghanistan and they have to basically seed themselves into Afghanistan and an ally with one of the Northern Alliance uh, militias in Afghanistan that is fighting Al Qaeda and they, there's, there's literally 12 American soldiers going in there and their only resources is teaming up with Afghan militias to take down Al-Qaeda. So it's a very interesting story. Um, It's a really good war movie, and it's just uh, the fact that it's all true and stuff that you didn't know about that happened after 9-11 that prevented, like, additional terrorist attacks after 9-11 makes it a lot better. So that's why it bumps its rating up way higher for me. So 87, Derek Dragonfruit, certified Pattaya Colada. I definitely recommend it. It's not like go out of your way to see it, but if it's on or, or if you have the chance to see it, I definitely recommend it. It's like two hours long. doesn't feel insanely long. So that's high there we rating. go. That's, that's a high, high rating, rating, but it's uh, I think it's deserved. So Cool. That's that for episode number 92. Are you you, you, you done? You're, I'm done. Nothing else? All done right. with this episode. Cool. It's Yeah, this was a decently long episode, but uh, thank you to Nora for being our special guest. Thanks, Nora. Uh, getting 10 out of 10 sports questions correct. Beating Steve, who only got 7 out of 10 correct. Bummer. So he'll have to get him next time. (laughs) And uh, I think that's it. We'll see you guys next week. Episode 93. Later days.